Hey guys, Nick and Carl here, just doing a quick shout out to my first fan fiction podcast. With L. Yeah, with L. She reads eight, all 84 chapters of her Tokyo Hotel fan fiction that she wrote when she was 12. And now I love a, that idea. Like, yeah. It's such a funny idea. Yeah, and now Which, she's a bit older, she's just reading all of them to find out how, it's kind of like how Axe Cop is really, you know, like cheesy. Yeah. But funny. And yeah, I'm going to pop a link in the show notes. Yep. You guys should check it out. Yeah, I know I am. Lots of fun. So thank you. Thank you very much. And yep. now, back to your reg- regular schedule programming. <laughs> <laughs> regular schedule programming. Damn Fancy Dinosaurs is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Hello, you're listening to Them Fancy Dinosaurs, the shit-talking podcast for movies, TV shows, and pop culture. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle. And hey guys, it's Nick, and we are back for another episode. And with us, we have Carbon Water returning. Absolutely not. I refuse to come back. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what you said in your text message. And Nick is back with us, the video game wizard. Hello, fellow dorks. Yes. And in today's episode, where we will be discussing retro games. Yay. What are they? What constitutes a retro game? Is and there a difference between retro and classic-ish games, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> like, there has to be a difference, like classic, retro. I give it a time frame of about 10 years, and then I consider it retro. Yeah. Because that's more than enough for two console generations, so that counts as retro. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've always said. I always said uh, two console generations behind us is always... Yeah, said retro, but then there's opinion. also a different style to retro games as well. Mm. So you can, well, different, make, you different can make mechanics in it. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But you can make today a game today with a retro fe- feel, and it would be like, you know, kind of a retro gameish thing. Yeah, you can, yeah. You, can be, you can be a team of one and have a limited color palette, and yeah. be like, hey guys, remember the '90s or the '80s <laughs> or yeah. the '50s? Those <laughs> when video games existed, right? Cough, Blood Dragon, cough. <laughs> oh, Blood Dragon was amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, but even if something's made today to make it look retro, that doesn't make it retro. No, yeah. there's like a clear uh, that's hipster. Yeah, the tech. It's not hipster. A lot of people don't understand. There's an enormous tech difference. The people what they're working on with Flash today, when they make retro-looking games, it's way more advanced than what the older yeah. systems came out and everything. Way, yeah. way more advanced. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But you still get the, all these indie games that make. Metroid games and things like that that yeah, were based on Metroid games. Yeah, yeah but they still have that retro retro feel. Or the old uh, walking simulator or yep. twin stick shooter. Yeah. <laughs> or in that you're giving a game a a feel of a certain game rather than a time frame that it's from. Yeah. yeah. Just it's like, it's hey, games. I like this game. I'm gonna make my own version of this game with almost exactly the same mechanics. Yeah, yeah, and it generally it, it feels retroish. I guess, but th- it only feels retro because they were the games that you played back then. Yeah, the only sure. ones you had. Well, they're the so. only ones that were out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's when, kinda, when you're a kid, you didn't really have uh, much of a choice. In yeah, terms so of they have their well, own style. Well, that's what it comes down to. That's the awkward moment: is that you have developers that are trying to ape the styles of older games, but mm. if you had people that never played those older games, they're like, "Well, this is kind of a limited game, isn't it?" And they complain <laughs> about it. Oh, this is brand new. I've never seen this before. Wow! Did you come with this all by yourself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's got like something like Mule on Commodore 64. That is the classic game of the century, just saying. <laughs> a bunch of aliens trying to buy land. It's like how the whole thing about um, how Dark Souls kind of kicked off this entire <coughs> games are difficult again mm. uh, craze when 
games, retro games, which is super fucking hard. Yeah, <laughs> but they had to be on purpose because they were very limited uh, space-wise. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd so finish it in like three minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Like even speedrunners, you know, when they can like dodge everything and do everything perfectly. Yeah. Oh, done in three minutes. Mm. <laughs> it was also because of um, renting. That is the reason why most of the older games oh, were a yeah, lot harder. Exactly. It's because people used to rent games or they used to buy games and then they go back after the weekend and said, I've beaten it, where's my money back? So <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, but yeah, but fuck that. No, that's what they did. So a lot of developers purposely made their games like Battletoads cut might knuckle grindingly hard on purpose to wait make sure people would return wait, it. Wait a second. Are you saying people rented games from the store, took it home, beat it, and then asked for their money back? Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> not how renting works. That's well, like, that, that's like, like that getting some food and then the eating end. the food and then bringing it back. And be well, like, they had yeah, the return I policy. I like it's this. about a 7-8. <laughs> they have the receipt and everything. You're talking about renting, not purchasing. Yeah, but, rent, but it's the same for renting as well. If you that's went to the video... No, if I rent a movie and then bring it home and I'm like, I watch this. Nick, I'm pretty sure people would have done this. Like, I'm 100% sure. What you used to work at um, your fast food place whatever it was called did you not have people that who, who used to eat food they come back and be like hey I didn't like this I want my money back yeah and I said go away please <laughs> I think it's supposed to be like people rented games for a certain period of time I remember this happened to me like I'd rent games for a week then I'd beat it over the weekend I'm like now what do I do with this it's sitting here until I take it back <laughs> yeah but that's the whole thing. You're not supposed to beat them in one city, guys. But then I, but then I did. <laughs> but that's all you yeah. did back then. As Nick was saying, you'd rent a game and then you'd play for the weekend because what else would you do? Exactly. Yeah. I bought this game to play. Socialize? I'm sorry that I'm just so good. <laughs> this is like when we were 10, 11, we didn't have social lives. To the extent we don't have now. Yeah, what else am I going to do? Yeah. But, um, but either way, um, I reckon retro games have a particular feel because of the limited capabilities they had to make the games they mm. they had a particular difficulty they particularly ha- had these um how can i explain it had these progressions through the <coughs> game that gives them i what i feel like their own different genre yeah so it's it basically given the genre of feeling more than a time frame yes but like today's standards that's just unfinished and sloppy <laughs> yeah 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 but that's like every indie game, dude. <laughs> like every <laughs> EA game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here it is now. I guess it will be finished later. Here's the beta yeah. version, guys. Well, Alpha like um, the game that I played recently, Death Scan, but that has a very retro feel, but all of its mechanics and stuff are very new, updated. Yeah. But it has a, a particular so retro I think, feel I think to the it. The only thing I'm kind of sticking on is that whole, the, the, the point of view of a retro feel. Yeah. Are you saying because it looks like it did back in the day? Or not the, not the just looks like it, the gameplay, the progression of how um, things move, the boss fighting, everything in it. But that's like mobile games as well. Would you oh call right. them retro y feels? No, like uh, they, they have a different feel altogether. <laughs> they have well, a that's, that's a whole different market. Diablo? Yeah. Yeah. Diablo? You guys getting, getting get Diablo? Even the original Diablo has a retro feel to it, to be mm. honest. And then Diab- when you play. The OG Diablo is retro, by the yeah, way. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. But when you play that and then you play Diablo 3, they're, you know. Similar, similar but very different. Yeah, but they are very different because the way that they play, yeah. there's, a, there's a certain choppiness to it as well, and all that actually adds to the enjoyment of the game. Are you talking about Diablo 1? Yes. Yeah, but that is a retro Diablo game. 1, Diablo, Diablo 2. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. They, they are retro games, but they have a particular feel to it. When they, yeah. You play Diablo 3, you're like... So uh, it's like, like having a crappy movie, having its... Um, what would you say, Nick? Like, what would you say about the... The style of the game, how does it operate? Well, it's the mechanics of the game. Yeah. And when you fit, well, that's what they're talking about. It's like when you play Diablo 3, you can tell when you play mechanically, it's way more advanced and way yeah. more 
you have way more Which control takes of something it. away from it. It takes something away from it versus a lot of, um, say, like the older Diablo, it was the probably the best part was how limited you actually were and you just dump piles and piles of gold everywhere because your <laughs> inventory then, was too full. But then, <laughs> hey, hey, listen, then you got, um, there's this game, I think it's called Van Helsing. It's on Steam as well. That plays like Diablo 2, but that got released only a few years ago. Yeah. But that plays like Diablo 2. doesn't play like Diablo 3. Yeah, I'm it's pretty different. sure that would be one of uh, many, many Diablo Yeah, 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 definitely. There. But the different yeah, no, fields of the choppiness, I just, I just you know? don't understand. It's, it's maybe my limited brain size. It's just <laughs> well, I understand the feeling, but we're just talking about the generational styles. Well, when it comes down to the generation. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you mean? I, I'm trying to suss out the feel of a genre, like a retro game. Ah. Yeah. Well, I can like, e- well, I can explain it when it comes down to I recently purchased uh, a Sega Saturn and started going back and buying older games for that and everything else like that. You, when you take into you actually have to put in your mindset of like what they were working with and everything back then. And you got to remember, first of all, the Sega Saturn was not made to run 3D games. They had to actually install another CPU right before it was released so they could actually run 3D on the system. Jesus. So when you actually see games like Panzer Dragoon or Burning Rangers and stuff. Today, everyone would be like, oh, that looks like garbage or anything. But you have to remember, this was a time when that was innovative yeah. to yeah. actually get it to run at 60 frames in 3D and everything else like that. Back then, blew people's minds. I think I understand Nick's quote, like, concern now. <laughs> when I say about the feel to it, the clunkiness of it, you can feel within the actual mechanics themselves, how the combat works, how yeah. the different flow of the games, things like that. That all goes to the feeling also. So you get a rush of nostalgia from playing these modern games that are throwbacks, yeah, definitely. essentially. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I was just it's like a, a lot of uh, re-releases nowadays. Studios are starting to re-release like more and more games in like an upscaled kind of like way, like graphically, but the feel of like the old games is still there. Yeah, like definitely. I recently played through um, Shenmue 1 and 2. Super clunky games. <laughs> oh, yeah. Super fun. They were great. Amazing. But, you know, there were times where I was like, oh, God, this game sucks. And other times where I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I can run around and I can ask for what I, where I'm supposed to go. Hell, yeah. <laughs> and then you have to go to a time mission and it's just like, uh-oh, but look at my stopwatch because if you don't turn it at the right time, you can't do the mission. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm not here Thank in you. the right place, I can't do the thing. Oh, I was distracted in the arcade. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you say? Uh, we'll go around... What would you say, Kyle, is your favorite, like, retro, either series or, you know, game? Can we get back to me? We can get back to you, Dylan. Go for it. Bang. All right. I'd say uh, favorite of all time, probably Mario as a whole. Oh, yeah. That's stock standard. You you can't really beat um, Mario 64 and Super Mario Bros. 3 in the terms of retro games. Yeah, that's Super Mario Bros. Those are, like, the kings of the kings, really. Because they did so many, like, innovative things, really. They kind of, like, blew everybody out of the water. Everyone was trying to do 3D, and Nintendo came along and was like, hey, guess what? Boom, this is how it's done, bitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they Literally did. everyone tried to copy them, so yeah. they, you know they did it right. Yeah. 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 I guess that's what Nintendo just does all the time. All yeah, the they just, do. They just yeah. drop the mic and walk away. They, they try to innovate more than anything, kind of. They're like half and half. They kind of innovate, but they're kind of like set in their own grander ways at the same time. Well, other than their original games and their IP, they're really just a technology company. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, that's what like they are. Did you see how Nintendo Labo just announced their VR? Oh, oh really? No. Yeah, no. and you've got Super Mario and also Breath of the Wild that you can use VR for. Hear that, Nick? Your new favorite games that's with Labos. <laughs> that's kind of ironic. A little while ago, Nintendo... You can't like wait to play the Labo. <laughs> yeah. They were, they were but like, oh. a couple of boxes as well. That's the fu- freakish thing about it. <laughs> just... <laughs> It's a way to recycle. <laughs> Nico's gonna, uh, Nick's going to get a lot of 
You drove it out of that uh, Labo, aren't you, Dick? Oh, yeah. Did you get a Labo? No. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Just make your own. It's cardboard. You don't want to yeah. make your own piano and then play it? Yeah. I already did that. I have an open box and I put it over my head and it's a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I put it on the floor and I jump into it, it's a race car. Vroom, vroom, whoa. <laughs> yeah, you don't even VR. need a console or anything. It's not even on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the problem with the VR that I've seen that they're releasing is it's third-person VR. Oh. You're oh. watching yourself play the game. What? Yeah, so I don't think they understand what virtual reality is yet. So basically... It, it could work if you were like controlling another character, but you are still seeing through your eyes. There was that PlayStation game that was great, apparently, and they took that concept. You're controlling a character, but you're also like watching through your eyes and interacting. Uh. Um, well, so I if guess it was like that, it'd be cool, but yeah. <coughs> I don't know. I guess they could do it in Mario 64 where you, you play the camera guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Imagine if like, they took you know, uh, Super Mario... Uh, Super Mario 3D World, but instead yeah. you were like the camera guy and you were like interacting with the shit. I love that in Mario 64 with the camera guy. And then when you went into the mirror, uh, like where there were mirrors, yeah. you saw the camera in the background. And they like, did Whoa. that on purpose because they were like, oh, audiences aren't going to understand a 3D camera, so we're going to work this into the story. Yeah. Someone should actually make awesome. like an office, like the office style TV show, but based on Super Mario 64, where <laughs> the camera guy is always floating on him. Someone like that. ways where Mario's like, and then I went to the, the picture and I found the Bowser. <laughs> Someone call up, to, uh, call up Robot Chicken, we've got a million dollar idea. And then it cuts back to Bowser, yeah, he found me. <laughs> yeah. I had the princess again, but you know. <laughs> I better stop hiding her behind these giant stars, tell her where I'm going. Gotta think of another place <laughs> to hide her. <laughs> he threw oh. me to some bombs, one nurse. Um... Yeah, but yeah. Labo. But so Mario as a whole. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I got good yeah, at uh, platformers. Yeah. A bunch as well. of other Donkey Kong. But you know, number one, always Mario. All those old school. Levels. What is the true Mario 2? Is it Lost Levels or is it it's Mario Lost Levels? 2? It's Lost Levels, but, you know, obviously we got the, the wrong one. I still do love oh, U- yeah. US, USA Mario 2, but. Like, yeah, that is awesome. But Lost Levels, it, like, you can't deny the fact it's Lost yeah. Levels. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was more of like an extra map pack than anything. It wasn't like a true sequel. Mm. It was the first. It was, it was it, it was looked a hell of a lot better. Like it, it looked a hell of a lot better. Yeah, as well. But that's what a lot of games do nowadays. Yeah, though they, I guess they, you know back in the day it was like, how do you do a sequel? Yeah, like you pretty much take the the original game and like changed it a little bit. Yeah, like what they do today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about the awesome B side to uh, Mario on the NES, Duck Hunt? Oh yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> I, was, yeah. I never had the. Uh, oh, you didn't have the combo I version. Have, I didn't have the combo version. Oh, I just dude, missing out. Oh, okay, yeah. you're a poor kid. You lived <laughs> in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Nick, what about you? Uh, well, when it comes down to it, I think got to talk about the genre I probably spent the most time on would be the fighting game genre for the retro stuff. I played pretty much if it, if it, any version of a fighting game existed, I would have played it, even despite its terrible controls or anything else, because. Perfect summary is like I first got into it by Street Fighter 2 and then that's when I was like, oh, i got to try everything else. And then I played Clay Fighters and I was like, wow, this is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found the first Street Fighter 1 and I remember playing that and I was like, this is really, really bad. I didn't understand it back then. It's like, how could you have something like Street Fighter 2 and then everything else was just really, really bad. But when I actually think about it, it's pretty much, I have to say it is my favorite game of all time is Street Fighter 2 because I've owned multiple versions of it and when we all think about it, it's probably some of the most iconic music in gaming ever that's still even referenced today, like mm. Giles' theme and 
the characters, oh, yeah. everyone still demands for every Street Fighter comes out that they want the Street Fighter 2 roster. Yeah, they're still bringing back references even today in Street Fighter 5. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, a, remember the Street Fighter 2 stages? They're back. Yeah, it, <laughs> but when you look at it on a, a scale of like how big it was, I just remember what it was like in the arcade scene. And then on, you gotta remember, they had, Nintendo had a controller completely changed so they could have Street Fighter 2 <laughs> on their system within the first year. That's how it big and influential that game was. Even Sega changed their controllers. They had a free button controller <coughs> and then started selling six button controllers just so mm. they could get Street Fighter 2. <laughs> it was like that big of a third party game that everyone knew about and everything. And mm. you saw it everywhere. You went to every fish and chip shop. They had a machine of Street Fighter 2. Every arcade had Street Fighter 2. There was just no way to get part. They had a terrible movie based on Street Fighter 2. <laughs> Not the animated version. That is phenomenal. Van That's, Damme. Yeah, the, the animated film is phenomenal, but it's the Van Damme one wasn't very good. You but, were all under a vest. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what it comes down to. It was like it was so big that, like I said, we had multiple versions of Street Fighter 2 in the arcade as well. Like It's just starting from the yep. World Warrior to not even... We, we didn't get like... Like Super was the third, the third or fourth version, I'm thinking, right, basically, because we had Championship Edition and... All the other ones. And Rainbow? Even, yeah, ra oh, Rainbow's <laughs> the fun Rainbow's version. <laughs> but that's, that's what I actually really saw good. in the wild, which I was glad at, at the fish and chip store near my place, was there was Rainbow Edition. Oh, yeah, I remember Street Fighter Rainbow. Which is basically someone who got the jammer board for Street Fighter 2 and just messed with the code where the game... Here's an example. If you do the Hadouken command, where you just shoots a wall of Hadoukens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be like 70 Hadoukens coming towards you. Yeah. So it was just a modded version. It of was that. a broken modded version of Street <laughs> Fighter 2, but it was would be so fun to play as. The yeah. character would be flickering in between many characters Wasn't there like time. 80 different versions before they even released number three? There was, I Dude, think there was like 80 versions of yeah, three. Yeah, there was like <laughs> either six or eight or something. I think it was about six, and that's yeah. when they actually, at the very end of it, I think it was... The fight, it's like Super Street Fighter 2, the final challenges or something like that, as they say. That's when they actually introduced Supers for the first time. And then that's when they went to, no, they had the Alpha series straight afterwards. Did people get upset that they introduced Supers like they did with uh, Smash Brothers? No, everyone <laughs> thought it was cool when they first saw it. It made I guess it would be the first series to do it. So yeah, so <laughs> like, oh, cool. I can yeah. do an input and win the game. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> that's what I remember when it came out. Is like a lot of people were actually, you know, pretty pleased that they could do supers and everything. Still got to work out for those two supers. Yeah, still got to work to get them. Yeah, yeah, Damn, and that's fine. what it. You yeah, have to still work. Fighter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't just do a super whenever you like. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, <laughs> and the, the, the input in for um, for Street Fighter Two, I found is the the tightest input. Of any fighting game ever, I can never get them to come out. <laughs> like, I, can, I can do it in Street Fighter 4. Why can't I do it in this? Well, I think it was more embraced is because it came like pretty much at the same time as Alpha, which had characters could do up to two or three supers at the same time. So, so basically, that's when everyone was kind of just accepted as is. And then Alpha took the ball and ran on with it with Alpha 2 and Alpha 3. And then that's when Street Fighter 3 came out. And, and that's when everyone complained about it because they're like, where's the Street Fighter 2 roster? And then the king <laughs> came out... Marvel versus Capcom, baby. Yeah, Marvel versus Capcom, which is just broken but fun. <laughs> um, all right, so I thought about my game, right? Probably uh, Super Metroid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Super Metroid. That's just one of my favorite games. You ended games. up playing that way later. Yeah, after I did. It came out. Yeah. yeah, I, I did. I remember but you telling me that. You remember you um, enthusiastic, yeah. enthusiastic. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah, you, still you're talking about that everybody. It's like, it's like, have you played Super Metroid? Yeah. <laughs> Still doesn't change the fact that it's just such an awesome game. Mm. Holy shit! So for non-Metroiders such as myself, what's the game about? What is a Metroid and how <laughs> does it work? <laughs> and how do I catch one? How does Metroid? Have you call? seen Aliens? Or yes, Alien? Of course, I have. it's that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. A bit more in depth. What is Metroid? What is Metroid about? 
All right, so you're, you play as a bounty hump, hunter named... Uh, yeah, called Metroid. It's <laughs> <laughs> called Metroid and she cannot crawl. He. <laughs> you don't know it's a chicken until the end of the game, all right? <laughs> but no, you, you play a bounty hunter named Metroid that goes around <laughs> fighting <laughs> pirates and trying to protect the galaxy. From Dr. Wily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that how the game goes? The, the giant brain Dr. No, Wily, exactly. Okay, you play as a uh, bounty hunter named Samus, right? Who is fighting space pirates and a dragon, a space dragon named Ridley. Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl, whatever, <laughs> man. Same thing. Pterodactyl from Pokemon Go. Oh, <laughs> uh, and there's another the the queen of the space pirates is Mother the Brain. Mother Brain. Yes. The Mother Brain. She she controls everything. And she's from Super Smash Brothers, right? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> and how many yeah. do they make? Like uh, originals on the NES. Oh. On the NES. Was it just the on one? the NES they made one. Yeah. And Super Metroid was the second one, yeah? Third. Third, Third. okay. Second yeah. one was on the Game Boy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I never played the Game Boy one. Yeah, the oh. one I sent you where that fan remake was the remake of the Game Boy one. And you I played that, yeah. Yeah, that is, and it's better Sorry. than the Game Boy one, so I'll yeah. tell you that right now. It was awesome. Yeah. Mm. That's why it's and called another Metroid 2 yeah, remake. But th- they started off a whole genre of games, to be honest. Well, actually, um, Castlevania started that, really, the whole Metroidvania thing. But really, Super Metroid kind of did it first. Yeah, you go around the map and collect yeah. everything. Backtracking. Yeah, uh, Metroid did do thing. it first. It was yeah. Castlevania Symphony of the Night on the PlayStation One that took that Metroid formula of yeah. having the large expanding map and everything. Backtracking mm. and yeah. all that kind of thing. So I, I love those mechanics. Like more an adventure game. Yes. More than a, yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was more or less more. like roaming around and being like, it's where space. do I go next? Especially in Metroid One, where it's like, hey, you want to know where to go? Well, fucking figure it out, yeah. bitch. <laughs> and then you got to shoot every single corner of the bloody map to see if there's a secret there. Fucking hell. And draw your own map as well on the original NES because there oh, was yes. no <laughs> in-game map. No so. no, uh, no guide yeah. to be like, here's where you have to go next, which they did in the remake. That's why I like Dark Souls. <laughs> 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 no maps, invisible walls, <laughs> all this shit, man. God damn. All those yeah. difficult games. So Metroid, uh, yeah, just amazing. I could sink hours and hours into those. Get lost in it and, um, yeah, fighting... Guns, lasers, getting upgrades, getting stronger, feeling like a badass by the end when you fight Mother Brain mm. or Ridley or not. I love that. Awesome. Mm. So that's yeah. a bit of nostalgia feel for you. Yeah. It gives you that rush of being a young kid. Yeah, man, totally. Yeah. I play that. I'm just like, whoa, cool. I feel young again. <laughs> that's exactly it, man. It's you nailed that. Time. You, you hammered that nail. <laughs> that's what you do with him. <laughs> what about your game, Nick? Okay, so I'm going to pose this question to you guys in a riddle. Carl's not allowed to answer this because he's a huge asshole. <laughs> what, what, are you, what? You're just not allowed to answer this. Okay, so you Is guys. Is that because I got it right earlier when you. <laughs> no, you didn't get it right, but you'll probably just say a bunch of random stuff. So here is a Who Am I? And that will also tell you who the game is about. Or what game am I is more the right thing. Okay. I am eight-year-old Billy Blaze, and I am making my own spaceship. And then on my first is it Mario? It is Mario Galaxy. (laughs) Thank you. Um, No, on my first space flight, I end up getting marooned on Mars. Mario Kart. Mario Kart sixty-four. Thank you. (laughs) I get marooned on Mars, and as I'm trying to repair my bean with bacon mega rocket. I end up having to find all the things and I fight the Vorticons. Oh, Banjo Nuts and Bolts. It's it's not Banjo Nuts and Bolts. It's Conquer <laughs> Bedford, eh? Um, and I piece together my... Okay, do you guys need a hint? 
Commander Keen. Boy, you could have chimed in at any moment there. For doing <laughs> no, I was just waiting for Carly to finish. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I would have gone through each every single game. <laughs> I've never played Commander Keen, to be honest. You oh. need to play it. It is the greatest. Why? Because... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because you just pogo an everywhere and be like, I hope I find the exit. Yeah, and you do find the exit eventually. <laughs> Actually, the best. Wait, is it that DuckTales? So the best Commander Keen game is Commander Keen 4, Secret of the Oracle, where you take the bean with bacon mega rocket to the land of the old men. And you got to find all the different old men hey to now. make them do a chant. One kid and all these old men. I don't know, man. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds uh, pretty genius. wrong. Who's the super genius? Commander King. Billy Blaze. He has like an IQ. You mean Jimmy Neutron? It's not Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, parents. it's um, Dexter from Dexter's Lab. If he's so smart, why is he having such a hard time uh, trying to avoid his parents? Well, Commander King, yeah, the original man. ones, it was like produced by a podgy. Why does he have that helmet if he's so that's smart? His, that's, yeah. his, that's his older brother's helmet. Because he, at night, he pretends to be Commander King, a space fighter. So it's either something real or it's the descent of one child into complete madness. Oh, one of those games. Yeah, but it's not a horror game. And um, it's yeah, terrifying. It was, actually, it was also distributed by ID by the fourth ones, so they're also known for like, what is it? Doom. Doom. Yeah. Doom. Doom. Yeah. No, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. You know it's fucked up then. <laughs> yeah, actually, in the latest Doom, you can actually find a Commander King reference as well. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. nice. Wasn't it in uh, Doom Two? You could find the Commander King strung up and you can blow him apart. Yes. Uh, okay. So, how many Commander King games are there? Officially, there's seven. Okay. Have you played them all? I have played and finished every single one. No way. I am. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Those are the only games I had when I was a kid. That and Bible games. <laughs> what was your favorite one? Uh, Command King 4, Secret of the Year, and 5, because they were kind of a duology. So the yeah. first three are a trilo- 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 so, trilogy. So what's the gameplay? The game, it's a side-scrolling platformer. Okay. Yeah. So in the first three, you're trying to fight the Vorticons, which are like wolf beasts that... In the, at the end of the first one, you, when you get home, their spaceship ends up at your front door, and you're like, oh shit, Commander Keen's going to save the day. And then by the third one, you find out that the next door neighbor kid, Mortimer McIntyre, is the bad guy all along when you go to Mercury. Oh my. And for the second th- or well, the second two, it was a duology. You end up you know, doing a bunch of space shit, and it's Mortimer McIntyre again. And then the, thir- the sixth one's called Aliens Ate My Babysitter. So aliens kidnap your babysitter and you got to travel to the <laughs> land of you to find them. Okay. It's pretty fucked up. And then the sixth, well, the seventh one, which was actually the fourth one, is Keen Dreams, where his mum told him to eat his vegetables and he said no. Oh. And then when he went to sleep, he had nightmares about vegetable monsters and had to save the potato king. <laughs> what did you play it on? Uh, computer. Computer. On my old Sweet. desktop. I was going to ask had. about um, retro computer games. I feel like it's a little bit different. What's your favorite? I'm going to ask you this. What's your favorite retro console game my favorite retro console game yeah. would have to be Alex the Kid Alex the Kid yes. nice good choice good I like choice. that yeah that, if anyone doesn't know Alex the Kid was a built in game yeah. on the Master System it literally came with your system so you yeah. had no so you choice didn't need to buy a game yeah. Yeah. if anyone who's watched the show regular show that's the game system they play on which is the Sega Master System yeah, yeah. alright see for me with computer games so I've already given yeah. my console game right computer games Command and Conquer Red Alert very good choice. The first one or the second one? Second one. Yeah. Second one. Yeah. That's because the second one was badass. I know, right? Had the hell march. <laughs> well, that's one had the hell march as well. But yeah, it was really cool. Time traveling Nazi. Well, no, time traveling communists. No, no communists. Time, time, time traveling allies. T- yeah, time traveling Americans who destroyed psychic communists. They weren't psychic until you. Yeah, they were. Revenge. Yeah, well, Yuri's were in 
The first one. <laughs> you had Yuri's, and mate. And your Tanya's. Yeah, yeah, your Tanya's and your Yuri Primes and your um, Bor- Boros? Boros? Boris. Boris, yes. He, he was uh, in... He's the demolition guy. Yeah, no, no. Uh, Boris was in um, Command & Conquer Red Alert 2, uh, second, the, the, the second one, the Yuri's expansion. Revenge. Yeah, Yuri's yeah. Revenge. Boris was in that. And he called in airstrikes. <laughs> he was awesome. Yeah, and he had like an AK-47 <laughs> with anti-tank mis- uh, bullets. That then, shred through Once he got tanks. to Command & Conquer Generals, it kind of got a bit messed up. Yeah. Because you'd have to be like doing terrorist suicide bombing and yeah, stuff. It's like, well, you had that up. in Command & Conquer Red Alert as well. I think, yeah, the demolition. Boss. Yeah, like because <laughs> when you played multiplayer, you had the different teams and stuff, and the different countries. And I think, uh, I think it's like <laughs> Iraq or something. <laughs> terrorist, like, <laughs> like, ooh, it's like the literal terrorist um, uh, suicide bombers yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> it's hilarious. Over the people's bases. So <laughs> if they did a new CNC nowadays, would it be unknown country is the enemy? Yeah, yeah. like like in how they did it in like. Uh, tomorrow in the war began. It was like we don't know who they are. They're yeah, like, exactly. Because we can't Asian say Russians or accents. Japanese or <laughs> other countries. Well, yeah. In Red Alert Three, the the Japanese strike again. It's the Rising Sun. I think <laughs> it's Japan and China <laughs> in Red Alert Three. I and you have a you have a psychic waifu in that one. Psychic Goes waifu. around. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, what about you, Nick? What was your favorite computer game? It'd be a draw between Counter Strike and <coughs> Starcraft. Ooh, nice. As in nice. those two. I played basically uh, religiously after school, every, high school every time because I had friends. We had the illegal CD keys that we <laughs> transferred to each other to play. You did to it legally? Yeah, oh. we had. Yeah, we had that to do. It. We had the game, but we had to get the CD keys, which were illegal. How we obtained those ones? Uh, I um, love that. How back in the day, all you needed was the a burnt copy of the CD and yeah. a crack. Yeah. And now they're like, no, no, no. Now you have to be online at every minute so we can watch you. <laughs> yeah, and that's basically it. It's like uh, so play. It was always either we were either playing Counter Strike or it was StarCraft, and that was the joys of early internet, where basically you'd be begging your fa- your family members not to use the phone because you'd be like really deep into a campaign or you're doing really well with your team, and it's just I'm gonna make a call, no mom, no, and then you just get knocked out of the game instantly because <laughs> disconnect. <laughs> it seems like uh, because you guys, that was like we we're in the golden age of RTS at that point. We had Age of Empires, we had StarCraft, we had Warcraft, Warcraft. yeah, we had like Asian ones and stuff. You know, what about you, Dylan? Uh, PC-wise, I didn't have too many uh, games for my PC. That's right, you're a poor kid. You didn't even have the, <laughs> the double-sided. <laughs> well, I had the family computer, and my uh, my parents thought that uh, video games were uh, were uh, toys. So <laughs> <laughs> they are toys. They are toys. Of course. Back then, they were. They were fun toys. Yeah, but anything could be a toy. Just play with it if you play with it. <laughs> um, I think I only had like The Sims and. Um, Duke Nukem 3D, <laughs> and I think that was it. I think I had StarCraft as well. I loved. Um, I used to play the original Duke Nukem a lot. Oh, at the same yeah. time as Commander Keen because it was the same like company. Apogee yeah, the uh, the Duke Nukem. I like two that were played side literally scrollers. nearly all the Apogee games. I was just obsessed with at that point, like Monster Bash. Do you guys remember Monster Bash? No, no what's that? I do. It was uh, Johnny Dash, a uh, young boy. Uh, there was a lot of young boy protagonists back then. <laughs> I think maybe because we were young and Gotta we could project ourselves into that. But he was in his PJs and um, some zombies and some vampires stole all the pets and you had to go fight them. Ah, like you do. Yeah. On a Saturday yeah, exactly. night. Yeah, it was just a side-scrolling platform where you were murdering zombies and vampires. Oh, I all see. Right. <laughs> like Zombies Ate My Neighbours. That's another good game. 
That's yeah, a very good that's, game. That's that another game, another hard game. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> we now return to another episode of games Nick knows that no one else knows. <laughs> then all other games everyone else knows but Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what's happening. I don't know. Maybe I was born up in an alternate dimension. When yeah, man. What the hell? <laughs> what Cos- Cosmo's Cosmic Adventure? Nope. Who? Fuck, man. I remember hearing about it, but I never played it. <laughs> I don't remember Word it. Word Quest and Math Quest? Yes, oh. I played those. Yeah. I had to do a play those at school. Yeah. When what? Mario teaches typing. <laughs> it was a way to teach you while playing a game. Ooh, ooh, Mario's missing. Do you guys remember that? Yes. I had some sort of weird bootlegged version of Mario's missing. And when you tried to beat it, the game locked up. So I remember when I first played that, I think I was in grade three and... It was at school and it was on one computer, <laughs> and you'd be try you you'd be the one kid who tried to race to get there. <laughs> I never got onto it. <laughs> I, it was one of my uh, rentals with my brother-in-law, where he had his Super Nintendo because we thought it was a new Mario game, and it was like, oh, yeah. cool, is Mario going through time and everything? That's going to be amazing. And it's just like, wait, this is learning. Uh-huh. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think Get the, trapped, uh, kid. the only game that was on my school computer for some reason when I was in grade one and two was Prince of Persia. Oh, yes. oh I remember that being. Yeah. Like, I mean, that was a really good time-based game, but it's yeah. fucking hard. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, like, that was the OG Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get back. Let's get more um, console-based. Right? Console, okay. Let's go to the next generation. We just lost all our PC audience. They just <laughs> <started> <laughs> the oh, fuck them. Oh, whatever, man. Master Race, go away. I'm going to wait for <laughs> the next Steve sale. beating off repeatedly. <laughs> Hey, hey, everyone's been part of the Master Race at some point, all right? Except Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, you played Commanding. My first console was a Nintendo 64. You sick me. It's not my fault. So you, you were a part of the PC Master Race when you were younger, and then you got a console and never came back, yeah? Yeah, pretty, well, that wasn't it. It's because I can't afford a computer these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're not a part of the Master Race games on consoles are better these days. Doesn't oh, matter. My, my, my computer Ooh. can't handle computers anymore anyway. Your computer can't my, handle well, computers I mean, <laughs> <laughs> My you computer, computer can't. In the computer, inside a taco, inside a Taco Bell. Well, that's what it's supposed to be, like 17 million cores upon cores yeah, upon like, cores. Did you know if you drag my computer into the recycle bin, your computer would disappear? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a well-known fact. It will disappear. You create a black hole, destroy the existence. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Um, uh, well, let's start at the start of the console world. What was the first console? Other than let's let's get away from the the game and watch and all the stuff, the mainstream ones. What that we played or yeah. ever made? Ones you had to plug into your TV. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah, so the Nintendo. The NES. Yeah, yeah, that's what I played first. That was the first console. Uh, me and my brother owned, but let's be honest, he actually owned it. He never let me play. And when <laughs> I ever did get to play, oh God. was I was he was so graciously he allowed me to be player two. <laughs> that, that was that was like me and my brother. I'd always be the first one to play the game. <laughs> Didn't you say when he had his sixty four, he would like hide it from you? Oh yeah, he would take like the power pack out of stuff and hide it, <laughs> so I couldn't play it. Yeah. <laughs> And then he had all these crazy rules with it and stuff. Like I wasn't allowed to play it if I didn't get permission and whatnot. And you yeah. weren't allowed to blow in it because that ruined it. No, that's what you had to. Uh-huh. Yeah. Something, yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, 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 yeah. That's how you fixed it. I know. I, I just fixed it by resetting it when we were playing Mario Party <laughs> all the time. <laughs> all right. So NES, your favorite NES <sighs> game or what was the secret console at the time? Master System. Master was NES System. Master. Yep. Or Master System game. 
Uh, well, for Master System, it was the first Master System game I owned, which was Double Dragon. Nice, yeah, good choice. I love Double Dragon as yeah, well. Yeah, it's pretty much like the NES version, exactly the same, and yeah. really fun game. You can play with two people. Uh, it's already built in with Alex Kidd, so you already thought once my mum got it that you had two games. <laughs> so you are on top of the world back then. Um, besides that, it would just be, again, just renting from the video store of just the sports games or... Um, that's basically it. Either spot there was not there wasn't really much choice when it came to the master system. Basically, the NES had the way better, way better library when I look back on it and everything. But of course, you didn't know that. That was just the only system you had. So, do you remember Tennis Ace on the Sega Master System? Yes, <laughs> like like one of those games where you hit the ball so high it'd like get bigger on the screen and then go back down. You're like, whoa, look how high it is! <laughs> All right, this is just going to be for the Australian people out there. Do you remember playing Aussie Rules Football on the NES? Yes. That yes. was a thing that actually existed. Yes, it did. <laughs> I, I, I remember uh, my mother's uh, friend's uh, children. They had it and I played it. And I had no idea how to play. And I just heard out of bounds on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Over, <laughs> and over and over and over. Yes, and that's over all it and did. Over and over. Mm-hmm. Terrible game. That. I think the only sports game I've ever played in my life was Ultimate Soccer Manager 2000. Where I took the Doncaster Rovers to the cup, <laughs> like from the, like the worst of the worst team. My favorite sports game is goal. goal. No, Super International Superstar Soccer on the N sixty four. Do you guys remember that one? No, but that's ISS. a mouthful though. That's why I laughed. Oh, actually, Super I, I think I told a lie before. It was it was uh, Wayne Gretzky's hockey on the N sixty four. Oh yeah, pretty hockey. We just beat up people. Yeah, go back. So sixty NES, probably Mario Brothers three for me. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Mario and Mario Three would be for yeah. me as well. All right, so what was the generation after that? What came after Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo and Mega Drive, and for some people, if they were rich as hell, the Neo Geo. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so rich that was when hell. Sonic first came into the mix, wasn't it? In Mega yes. Drive. Yeah, Mega Drive was the first time. Um, a lot of people get bro. everyone gets confused because there's some Sonic games on the Master System, but they were made after how big <coughs> Sonic became, and people were still oh. refusing to jump over to the Mega Drive. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. That's a smart. That's a smart idea, though. Yeah. Um. All right. So Super Nintendo games, all the Donkey Kongs are all ma- they're, they're amazing. Metroid yeah. games, Yoshi's uh, Island, Yoshi's. Oh my God, Yoshi's Story. Yeah. Oh, that's sixty. Oh, that's sixty-four. Yeah. Oh, Yoshi's Island. No. Um. What am I talking about? Super yes. Street Fighter Two. Oh, <laughs> Mario, Mario World. Yeah, and then Mario. Street Fighter Mech Warrior. Was, was Mech Warrior on Snares? Yeah, yeah. there's a MechWarrior game on it. It was ah. wicked ass. I yeah, only, I only remember playing MechWarrior 2 on the PC yeah, no, and the Mercenaries. Okay. You go around, you go on these missions and stuff, and you have like limited ammunition. Yeah, it's like it all MechWarrior games. Really fucking hard. Yeah. Mm. MechWarrior was the best. Um, all your uh, Disney games, I remember. Oh, playing, yeah, Aladdin. Yeah, Lion King, Aladdin. Mm. Super Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. Wicked. Beep, beep, beep. And that really awesome Jurassic Park game. Do you remember? Oh, that, that was fucking horrible, man. <laughs> Especially <laughs> when you went into the bases. Oh, and it went it depends which one. There were so many Jurassic Park games. There, was, right. there was the overhead one and there was like the side-scrolling one. And uh, so the overhead person. one that I played, when you go into buildings, it goes into a first-person like... Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys remember that one? Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but even the side-scrolling one wasn't very good either. Yeah. 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 That was awesome. 
It was well, an awesome side scroller. He plays the plays Raptor. Alan Grant. <laughs> yeah, and then you're shooting all the do- dinosaurs. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, true Alan Grant style. I think yeah, I like he did in the bloody sh- movies. <laughs> I think I remember playing that and couldn't figure out how to get out of the first area because they didn't realize you had to constantly electrocute the the gear on the gate to open the gate. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was like, how do I go? What do I do? <laughs> Where, where's the where's the Mario jump button? I don't understand. <laughs> it was super hard and annoying. You had no idea what to do. Well, the SNES also gave us our first incarnation of Mario Kart and yep. F-Zero. Yes. Now, he, here's the thing, right? Donkey Kong Country, one of the first games to use 3D. Yeah. yeah even though it was pre-rendered models. Yeah, yeah it pre-rendered. was pre-rendered, so it wasn't really 3D. It was yeah, but still, 3D. it's like fake 3D. But it pretty it still looked really good. through a bit of the Donkey Kong history, if you know any of it. Uh, well, I just know the Donkey Kong history was that it's Miyamoto's first game when he worked at Nintendo, which was the original. Oh. Yeah, that was the first one he got hired. And of course, this is old school Nintendo where basically Miyamoto walked in with his dad who already worked at the company and went to Yamuchi. Give my son a job. Yeah, that's it. basically <laughs> it. He says, like, my son's finished college. Can you have a job here? And it's like, what job did, what did you get uh, qualifications for? Architecture. <laughs> so basically, when you look at Donkey Kong, it has the steel pipe beams because that's oh, all Miyamoto. Yeah, Donkey Kong Arcade. Yeah, that's basically yeah. the very, very first one. So that's mm. all Miyamoto knew. It's like, okay, so he goes here and the beams go up and down and everything. Is that why Wrecking Crew is also kind of like that? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly another yeah. game, one of Miyamoto's first games as that well. Makes sense. Love so, that so it's all around construction base. And then basically, it became uh, humongously huge for uh, its time period and everything. And that's when Universal Studios tried to sue. Nintendo because of a King Kong license oh, yes. and this is where we get the story of where Nintendo got the name Mario because it before he was just called Jumpman and the lawyer who worked for Nintendo of America that actually won in the case because he found that Universal Studios didn't own the rights to King Kong anymore <laughs> so Nintendo turned around and sued them for <laughs> basically <laughs> so fees and whatnot. yeah for everything and basically like they got like over a hundred million back then which is like today's money like well Huge, over yeah, like, over inflation, like, like yeah. nearly a billion dollars bankrupt America that's yeah. what caused the recession <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah and that's based and that's what the main history for Donkey Kong when it first started off it was then Donkey Kong was like Donkey Kong 2 and 3 were made, were separate arcade games as well that were ported to the NES. And then it just went quiet for a while. And then that's when uh, Nintendo actually went to Rare because they, uh, Rare were actually doing the pre-rendering of making 3D models and then drawing over and making them into sprites. And so Nintendo was like, well, do you want to do it with Donkey Well, basically, Miyamoto was too busy with um, Yoshi's Island. And so that's when they said, hey, well, does Rare want to work on this? But what happened is that Donkey Kong absolutely crushed Yoshi's <laughs> Island in sales. And oh, that's yeah, why we got two more. That's why we got a whole trilogy. Kids would probably see that and be like, whoa, I want to play that. Yeah, because they were both at the same time. And, of course, you had Donkey Kong Country versus Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Island looked like kids' hand drawings and everything versus the cool one with the boombox yeah. and the soundtrack. And the awesome yeah. music. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah, David Price, the conductor for... David Rare, Wise. Like, David Wise. Oh, Price yeah. is a different name. Sorry, that's the like guy. That water level, holy crap. Oh, yeah. yeah. That music is amazing. Speaking of Billy Madison, I disagree. It's a very good game, but I think Donkey Kong <laughs> is the best game yeah. of all time. <laughs> Donkey Kong sucks. You know what? You suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, wasn't Donkey Kong also a typo? Yes, it was. Uh, it really yeah. was originally supposed to be uh, Monkey Kong, yeah. but because of mistranslation, <laughs> it was changed from an M to a D. Yeah. Somehow, it's weird because Japanese letters like L and M are usually confused, but how do they get that? I don't, <laughs> don't understand. Doesn't so matter. It's stuck and it's up. good. Yeah. I, I love when things like that happen. Like it happened in yeah. with Super with Superman when Lex Luthor was originally introduced. They mixed up the names of the older scientist and the young one with the lovely flowing hair. 
and Lex Luthor was the was meant to be the young one, but they accidentally oh. put his name under the older one. <laughs> and he's become an old bald man the whole time. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, nice. That's All a right. factoid. So that ends with the SNES era. The SNES there. Well, we're yeah. in the we're SNES Super Nintendo era, so now we're on to the N64 PlayStation yeah. 1. All right, guys, I just want to give you one more shout-out to another uh, Australian podcast. They're called the Arrogant Aussies, and just so you guys know, they are definitely not for under-18s. Uh, it's a pop culture, like, it's a pop culture satirical podcast where basically they don't know what they're doing and they can't stick to a niche. Um, they're not arrogant. They just thought the name sounded cool. Um, we'll also pop an, a link down below. I think you guys should check them out because we're always trying to encourage you guys to listen to more Australian-based podcasts. So, yeah. It's because we're all right. Yeah, we're yeah, all right. We, 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 do, we do good work. We're not great, but we're all right. Yeah. So th- yeah. th- that's like Australia's motto. motto. Not great, but we're all right. We do okay. <laughs> <laughs> Britain has, like, keep calm and, like, keep on... Wait, no, keep and calm. Keep on trucking? Keep keep calm and move on, isn't it? Yeah, we're yeah. like... Just... I'll do it at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> we're all right. <laughs> we're all right. But yeah, arrogant Aussies, guys. Just, just go check them out and have some fun. And back to the show. Why do you say that so weird? I didn't. I was in a wormhole. No, you weren't. You're sitting there, like waving your arms. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. They don't All right, know back that. Back to the show. Okay, back to the show. <laughs> Alrighty. Nintendo N64. 64. Boom, boom. Shadows of the Empire is released. Boom, boom. Test game. Worst game ever. Best game ever. Worst game. Dash render. Dash render. Who Dash render? render? Dash render. Who? The greatest Star Wars protagonist of all time. Who? You mean Carl Katarn? No, 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 no. I don't care for your Dark Forces bullshit. You <laughs> mean <laughs> Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dark Forces and Dark Forces 2 were weak games. Carl Katarn. No, no, no. no. Jedi Outcast. Jedi Outcast, all right? Jedi Outcast is worse than the... the Are you the kidding me? That, that, that should be the Star Wars game. Like, holy crap. <laughs> okay, let's get your guys' opinion. Shadows of the Empire. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Garbage. Um... It's terrible like a, if you mod it heavily on PC, but on the original N64, it was terrible. Can I get like a half? Okay, like this has been Nick and Carlton's final half. appearance on Dead by <laughs> No, it was garbage. The camera work. Yeah. You go back and you try to play it now, you're like, wow. Yeah. Oh, it was pure wow. shit. It was a test demo. Yeah. That's all so? it was. It was a test demo. <laughs> so? It was proving that the N64 was the tits. No, it was proving. No, was it, it? Was, it was a test to see if people still like Star Wars so they can make yeah. the prequels. Yeah, yeah. At least it wasn't as bad as that X-Wing game on PC, like the original X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. Rogue One. Oh, yeah, the, the pre-rendered the Rogue video one. one. Oh, no, it was called, uh, that's what it was. It was like X-Wing The versus Rogue One was uh, on 64, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, it was bad. basically just you see nothing but space and your reticle, and then you just go around. Oh, no, something else. Yeah. What was awesome about Shadows of the Empire? Best part about it? Hoth. Yeah. Hoth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The first mission. Holy crap. When you're flying around that ice planet yeah. and you're, uh, you're going around the AT-ATs and shit, that was a fucking Star Wars game. That's because they took the source material directly from a Star Wars movie. Yeah. And it was amazing. Hey, let's make up shit. No, it controlled beautifully. It was great. The camera wasn't, you know, fucking stupid. <laughs> and it, it just, it moved really nicely. Like... When you actually um, did the whole uh, leg sweep thing with the AT-ATs, it was wicked ass. That was yeah. super fun. And then the rest of the game, garbage. Gold. Yeah. Golden garbage. That's why Rogue, 
I think that's why everyone really likes Rogue Squadron because they just took what that worked and they did it for the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. 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 They were like, hey, you know, you can fly in a majority of vehicles. Hey, you guys like you, you guys you like that one part in, Ro- <laughs> in Shadows of the Empire? Now he's the entire you game on it. Love this. Have you ever <laughs> wanted to blow up the Death Star? Now you can. Have you ever wanted to blow up the Death Star again? <laughs> okay, so yes, terrible game with okay parts. Hmm. Sad. That's was, all you're gonna get. It was like half functional. You can hey, move that, around. That junkyard scene was amazing, where you're like going through the junkyard. That fucking robot fight. Are you uh, kidding me? Terrible RG, robot RG88. fight. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I saw your expression right there, Nick. You, you just look mad <laughs> <laughs> because it's how the character is rendered, and he you can't tell him apart from the garbage. Yeah, and you can't aim for him because it's it, the aiming doesn't work in the game. <laughs> so you're trying to aim for something you and can't you're, see, and, and you're, you're like, getting pew pew pew. And then he comes in with a way more powerful weapon and just wipes you out. It's infuriating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is awesome. And you can't go out and like grind to get a little bit stronger and then try to be no you don't no. get better gear that's or anything it. either you that's gotta it. do it that's it that yeah that's that was it. most games back then no what other games could you grind and get better a at? a lot of games then? before <laughs> then uh final fantasy yeah any of them chrono trigger just shut up <laughs> pokemans terranigma did pokemans come out yeah, on the Game Boy. Yeah, yeah. another thing we're going to talk about oh, right yeah, let, let's it, stick was, to it was around about the same Pokemon time because of uh, Pokemon Stadium interaction. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, so after that was released. <laughs> All right, so we still have, you know, we've got Duke Nukem for uh, 64. We've got, you know, uh, Perfect Dark, GoldenEye. We've got... Uh, the Rare on Console. Ocarina of Time. Yeah. That, that Ocarina of Time. Oh, my God, Ocarina of Time. I mean, that's already like... Majora's Mask. It's probably like a draw between Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time as my two most played games ever. Yeah. I beat them the most out of any other I games I've played. Majora's Mask. My most played game, I love that game was... I never finished Ocarina of Time. My sister beat it. And you know that's blasphemy. It. That's actually blasphemy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going to wait tomorrow. Don't my make us try off. to fund a 3DS Okay, guys, uh, message me for Nico's address. I'll send it to you privately. We don't have any super nerds. They're going to be like, hey, you didn't finish Ocarina of Time. Why should really? I listen to this guy? Why? Dude, this Great is the man. internet. They'll know. They'll find you. They'll send you like... <laughs> what, the minute I've said that, a bunch of nerds heads tanker. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> no, I never finished it. Okay. That's yeah, fine. You know, so I've only finished one Zelda game. Was it? Was was it? Two, 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 sorry. Was wind, it Zelda 2? Wind, 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 wind Waker oh, and the other one, Breath of the Wild. You would finish Breath of the Wild, wouldn't you? That's because it's a good game. I know. <laughs> <It's seriously>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember how we always tell you how to do shit? Here you go. Just pushes you. Wind Waker more. was actually really dope anyway. I'll no. actually be the odd person out of the group for most played N64 games. I played the AKI Pro Wrestling games more than anyone oh, else. Oh, how awesome so were they? WCW Revenge, <laughs> oh, uh, WCW World so Tour, uh, WWF WrestleMania, WWF No Mercy. WCW it, versus NWO. Uh, no, uh, Nick, Nick, I played them just as much as you. The, those games gave me carpal tunnel. Yeah, they're <laughs> not even but joking. But that's it is. They have aged so well that they still play better than the newer pro wrestling games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... It's I when it came at when it came down to it I was that was when I was thirteen what fourteen fifteen at that time and re- that was when WWF was the tits yeah as in it was the highest it was that it was a time period it was the most it was the number one or number two highest rated show on cable in the in the world period so if you weren't watching pro wrestling then you weren't gonna ever watch it now <laughs> so basically when it came for any game that came out by AKI I was just like I have to get this game I have to get it and then that's what I did I just grinded out all the time and everything and then. Uh, it, that was like 
the autism moment for me is when I got the import card so I could play the oh, virtual pro wrestling game that was only released in Japan with <laughs> only the Japanese set roster of wrestlers. And so even you have to so get the thing that plugs into it and then you yeah, put in the I, PAL game and then the NTSC game. Yeah, the, the PAL game goes in the front and then you put the Japanese or NTS game on the top and then yeah. it runs it and everything. Yeah, it runs so that way game. I could <laughs> So that way I could play as Juice and Liger and Vader Fucking and all the other nerd. ones. <laughs> yeah, that, but that was the only import game I had for the N64. That was the first time I got into <laughs> importing was Did because of that. Did you get the uh, N64 DD and get the, the uh, Mario Paint? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then when you get out, I think it was like Perfect Dark or was it... Um, Donkey Kong 64, you, Donkey you, Kong got 64 the, uh, you got the you got the expansion pack. Yeah, yeah, because literally that fixed the game somehow through extra RAM. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the game would run run fine, and then it randomly brick, and for yeah. some reason extra extra RAM like fixed it somehow. They have no <laughs> idea how. Yeah. But somehow it fixed it. <laughs> I like that when your friends try to convince you that the expansion pack could be used for other games. Like, oh uh, yeah, n- no. Uh, <laughs> like playing episode one racer and being like, oh, I guess it kind of looks better, even though it didn't. <laughs> yeah. No, no. When you play Rogue Squadron, R two D two, he looks a little bit smoother i swear <laughs> diddy kong racing oh yeah diddy kong racing Damn, i played a lot of that amazing i remember that game was You're terrifying to play against for in that the game. longest time and then somehow i ended up finishing it i have no idea how, how fucking hard is that game i don't oh, think yeah. a lot of people have finished it no you have to no, beat whiz pig fucking twice because you yeah. have to beat every track in the game twice and on the second run through you have to go out of your way to find coins and yeah. win yeah, yeah. <laughs> how fucking annoying is that it's crazy who would do and that? And then in you got a fucking. Nobody. Then when you play against Whispeak, he's on the goddamn fucking rocket. Yeah, he oh just yeah. Goes like this. yeah. Yeah. Thank, like, thank God oh, I yeah. knew how to do the the green boost. Otherwise, I know, right? You, yeah. you, you can't do it any other way. Yeah. Uh, who'd you use, by the way? Who was your man? Uh, I used uh, Pipsy. Yeah. Even even though she's considered probably the worst character. Is she really? Game. Apparently, by speedrunner, she's considered the worst. But Pipsy. no way. She had top acceleration. So yeah, I'm like, that's Hell why I used all the way. I used her as well. Here's an N64 game I've played back and I consider completely terrible. Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Mm. Why do you consider it terrible now? It controls are terrible. The, the <laughs> game, it plays terribly. Yeah. Uh, I haven't gone back to play it. So like I, I said, like, well, that's what it. I got it curious because it was the game that of the N64s that I didn't get to play because I moved on to the GameCube and everything else. Oh, really? And then basically <coughs> I was like, oh, okay, now I, I could go and re- then of course it was like nearly 200 bucks because how rare it is in power version and everything Ugh. else like that is it really yeah Shit. because Yarn's, it was Yarn's on a gold mine. yeah because it was not published by nintendo because huh. nintendo didn't want to publish it because of the game's content it's nasty yeah or the nasty so thq did it and they did it in very limited numbers so that's what makes it rare and power but it scatters the internet for americans um, but yeah, when that game came, so when I finally got it, I'm like, oh, right, I know this game, The Great Mighty Pooh and all that stuff. And I'm thinking of <laughs> all of it and everything. And then you actually play the game. And it's just like, wow, the controls are really bad. Yeah, that's definitely uh, a game that I consider playing the, the remake port over the original. Oh. Yeah, because they, they remade it for the uh, the Xbox. Yeah. And, um, Even though they censored it, the controls yeah, are way better. Yeah, they censored a no lot more. No fucking way. They censored a lot more, ironically, but it's like, hey, with the shotgun, I can aim now. This zombie part isn't impossible. Yeah. <laughs> or the World War Two segment is not impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's impossible. I love that now. World War. Don't you find that weird that we yeah. can't go back and still like? Because back then we I, would have passed it. And, and I remember it, it not being that hard. Well, that's the thing. We just got used to it and everything. I think yeah. it's because we have a different. You know, we played different Is that controls. Because we got lazy, like new controllers no, and better, like, like no, faster inputs that made us lazy. Games <laughs> changed over time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. for example, I was playing Resident Evil Two, the remake, and then I was yeah. like, "Cool, I'm riding this train all the way home." So I played Resident Evil Four again. The mere fact that you stop 
to aim mm. really put me off. Because <laughs> you can walk and aim in Resident Evil 2 Remake, but you have to stop yeah. and aim in Resident Evil 4. Yep. You can't yeah. aim and move. And I was like, uh, uh, my brain got confused. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you guys are omitting probably the best N64 game on the Nintendo 64. Oh, Blast Corps. Blast Corps. South Park 64. <laughs> that was a birthday <laughs> gift. Oh, South God. Park 64. That, like, come on, guys. That was awesome. That kid. It was so shit. Or Chef's Love Shack or whatever it was called. Oh, no. uh, Thank God I, I never played that, that one. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. It was like a, it was that was like a weekend a rental. Game. Right. Yeah. So, by the way, so Blast Corps 64, what is it? It's a game where a giant bomb is going around the city because the scientists fell out and you're a demolition crew who has to destroy every single isn't, thing. Isn't it pathway. like going around the world and yeah. it like can't be stopped? It can't be stopped. Yeah, yeah for some if reason. If it touches anything, it'll explode and destroy everything. Yeah. yeah. Even like a tiny like, little yeah. bit of rubble. Yeah. So basically, you just so go and destroy <laughs> everything. Like, I, I remember playing that game a few times where I've cleared out everything and then all of a sudden there's like the tiniest brick yeah. that I missed there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, destroy the world. Yeah. <laughs> and then for some reason... It ends up on the moon. <laughs> Not somehow. even joking. Yeah, that's like the final stage because they end up getting it on a rocket somehow and then taking it off to the moon. And then you're going to destroy everything on the moon. Yeah, somehow yeah. there's like buildings on the moon. Like <laughs> they can't steer that fucking thing. Why not? Because they can't get back in. Yeah. The scientists It's clear, like clearly a poor design of the 90s. I don't think that's the case. No, they, they fell out. Yeah, you know they were transporting somewhere and they fell out and it was just going really yeah, slowly. Yeah, there's there's like a post game you have to go around and find all the scientists. Yeah, it was very in depth. Mm. With oh, itself. okay. Do you remember on the N64 the long rumored Eva game? Yeah, there like, that was, was an Eva. <laughs> there was an Eva, yeah, but game. it was Japanese only. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I played it. It was hilariously good. <laughs> well, not hilariously good. Like Sorry. hilariously bad. It was different. <laughs> yeah, it was different. <laughs> like each Ava, each angel boss played differently. Yeah. Like it changed, each boss had different mechanics, how you played it. Like, so it wasn't like a um, an action game. It was weird. No. It was like kind I of said, like Donkey Kong Country 3 where it was kind of like an action RPG. No, no, it wasn't an action RPG at all. Or anything like that. It was every single boss had different mechanics. <laughs> It was really weird. So it was but like Shadow of the Colossus before his time. Yeah, mm. pretty well, much. Well, here's an example. Like the first one from the very start, the first angel you fight against, that's like a 2D fighter yeah. back and forth. And then when you get to the merge one where uh, Oscar and Shinji had to do the synchronization, that's just a rhythm game. Yeah. The entire thing. <laughs> oh, really? And the one yeah. where you have to, um, where uh, I think it's Oscar shoots the angel in space or a ray or whatever. Yeah. That's like a, a timing thing. Gotta get the timing just perfect and aiming. So it's like it's a really bunch of mini games, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I'd really like to see a new Ava game. So, oh. so it's like WarioWare Ava version. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Except this time, it isn't Wario trying to go around getting cash or like whatever. It's the entire humanity's online. Yeah, stopping, um, stopping yeah. an extinction level event. Yep, that's the entire premise of that game. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's gonna die if you don't kill that angel. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so around the same time as the uh, Nintendo 64, we also had the Sony PlayStation. Mm. Ooh, and the here it's well. ugly head. Yeah. What do you mean ugly head? Uh, from around, it, it basically killed Dreamcast. It's like... Pshh. No, we got the Sega Saturn and we've got the PlayStation and we've got Sega of America to thank for PlayStation getting a lot of its games. <laughs> because, oh, really? Well, because the here's the big one, which was Final Fantasy VII. <sighs> It was meant to be on the N64, Ooh. 
Yeah, we can boo it now, but it was one of the most biggest selling games. It was the reason that pushed the PlayStation was this game was supposed to be on the N64. There was actually a tech demo I actually saw ages ago of Square Enix showed Final Fantasy VI running on the N64 tech and 3D models and everything else like that. Um, but then the cart issue came up that it cost way more to distribute on carts. So <coughs> they went to Sega and they met up with, I forgot, the. I'm not going to even bother remembering this guy's name, but I know he's the one that basically told Sega of Japan of that Americans don't want RPGs and told Square Enix <coughs> to go away. And <laughs> What? Well, yes, he told Sega of Japan that the American audiences do not want to play RPGs, Japanese RPGs. So he said, do not go up on their offer. Oh, and they to be fair, like with a lot of early RPGs, people didn't really understand yeah. like what they are and how they function. That's why Earthbound when it was when it was shipped over to yeah. the US. Well he kinda it had an argument with it wasn't guide. Yeah. Yeah, but this I tried playing Earthbound. Mm. I don't know how to play Earthbound. Oh yeah. Earthbound's great. <laughs> I love Earthbound. Yeah. Like I don't know how to play it. Like, so uh, like But this is where it basically comes down yes, to Yes, but literally don't know how to play it. I tried <laughs> a few times. That game is confusing, <laughs> right? So, to be fair, Earthbound didn't do good because it's a fucking confusing game. <laughs> yeah. So, back on the story. So, that's when basically Square Enix went to... Uh, well, this is before they became Square Enix because it was Square and Enix separately. But that's when they had their merger and then they went to Sony and they said, well, we don't want to pay for the prices and we don't want to... The car prices and we don't want, we're not allowed to be on the Sega Saturn, so can we be on your system? So Sony's like, welcome in. Yeah. <laughs> and that's basically <laughs> it. So they've dropped the 100... That was like the first game to get the $100 million advertisement budget and everything. So you saw it like everywhere on TV and, and magazines. And seven, and correct? Seven, yes. Yeah, so that's probably why it's so highly rated. Yeah, that's why, it's that why everyone knows it because it was probably the most advertised one out of all of them. And it's a rubbish-ass game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just for a reference point I bought it on the Switch the other day because I've never played it and I was like hey let's see what this game's like and then I was like I don't want to play this anymore because <laughs> it's just so bad <laughs> I don't know why people hold it in such a high regard because it's you their could. first Final Fantasy that's why because haven't you seen that Ego Raptor animation where yeah, it's just like Lucrexia like, yeah, and they're cutting this well, my first, That's my, why it's the best game my ever. My first Final Fantasy was Final Fantasy VIII, also known as the world's garbage can for some reason. <laughs> Obviously, I the, just the know The forgotten nothing. game. They just went right from seven to nine. They clearly never made eight. Yeah, well, that's the fucking Switch is giving me the shits. <laughs> Switchy shits. Okay, he goes, here's, here's the Final Fantasy collection for you guys. You're going to have seven, you're going to have nine, you're going to have ten, you're going to have ten too. We're redoing 12 or something for you guys. What, 12, 13? I don't know what they're called anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're actually bringing back 13 in any form at yeah. all. How many 13s were there? It was two. 13 and 13. Three of them. Oh, three. three. Yeah, Lightning yeah, Returns. Returns. That was yeah, three of that's them. Right. Yeah, that was One 13, was like a 13, platformer. And then... Really? Yeah, I think yeah. I think the third one was like a weird platformer. Yeah, the 13 was like its own like combat platformer <laughs> game. Itself I, I, I know, I think I've said this before. I played 13 and I tried to like... like I gave that <laughs> game a chance. I really did. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and he just took it back and threw it at the EV guy. It's like, can I have my money back, please? <laughs> please. <laughs> but yeah, so Sony basically said, hey, Square, Soft, and Enix, you guys can come with us, but only if you merge. No, they merged on their own. They yeah, got, they merged way later. Yeah, they merged yeah. way later. But it was that was the, the PlayStation's pretty much is the one that gets credit for probably killing off the arcade <coughs> scene because that's when they could actually run powerful enough to actually get Tekken and 
a lot of arcade games actually on and running on the PlayStation more than anything else. Mm. So that was my go-to system to play the Street Fighter Alpha series and everything because they were on the PlayStation 1. Um, same with like playing games like uh, Point Blank and... Uh, Ridge Time Racer. Yeah, Ridge Racer is an arcade game. Tekken, uh, free Tekken games were made for it as well. There's like a lot of arcade games were poured over to the PlayStation 1. So Yeah, and that also gave us Resident Evil. Yeah, Crash Bandicoot. Also, side note, did you know that it's called Final Fantasy because the person, uh, what's his name, uh, Ginucci? Hello, name. my name is Ginucci. I make the Final Fantasy yeah, game. It's a Japanese game, man. <laughs> Japanese guy. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't remember. Getting Genichi, I think that's I his name. I remember they did like yeah. Mega 64. They did like a re- retrospective on his life. Genichi, I think I his can't name remember was, his name. Yeah, but e- either way, he was into making games. He was trying to, you know, but he, he was more about a storyteller. Hmm. So when he tried to make games that would kind of flop, blah, blah, blah. And then I can't remember which company it was. I think uh, was it Squaresoft, was it? Something like that. They gave him, they're like, oh, do you want to make one more Wasn't game? Nintendo? Didn't, I think it was Nintendo, no. Yeah, Final it was, Fantasy 1 come out on Nintendo? It was yeah. came out on the NES, um, yeah. but it was Square, and it was going to be the last yeah. game they And he's like, this is going to be my last game that I'm going to make. You know what? I'll call it Final Fantasy. Hmm. That's where the name comes from. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. And so, because it was going to be his final game. Yeah. Who could have thought it was going to be one of the biggest game franchises of all time? Exactly. Yeah. He had no idea. He, he was ready to just give up. <laughs> but they, they actually, the the... I can't remember which development company or publishers like here's a shit ton of money, make whatever game you want. And he's like, I'm gonna make a story based game <coughs> that's just text <laughs> and like a little bit of gameplay. And then became one of the greatest games of all time. Hmm. Called it Final Fantasy. That's where it came from. My life is over. <laughs> yeah. Final. And Fantasy. then we get to the part of the Saturn where amazing arcade ports. But nobody knew about it except if you go onto the internet, you'll get probably the greatest advertising campaign that we never got. <laughs> Sega, Sega, but to explain, Sega Sancho was a judo car, meaning if someone that practices judo that would just run into random people on the street and say, "Hey, in Japanese, are you playing your Sega Saturn?" And if they didn't respond, he judo throw them and choke them out and everything. And that was all yeah. the commercials. Like, Sega I think my <laughs> favorite one was at Christmas. Oh, where he beat the kid's family. <laughs> he just kills him. He just takes off his kid. beard and his Sega Sancho and just no, beats up the parents. What's the one uh, I was thinking of? Um, they need to get the old Spice guys to remake these ads. Yeah. Well, what was another one? Is uh, <laughs> one of my favorite ones because the recent announcement of Sakura Wars on the PS4 is that the Sega Saturn Sakura War commercials. It's actually the character Sakura just running through a field of Sakuras and she's just like, Tee hee, Sega Tan. He's like, Sakura Tan. And he's just chasing <laughs> after Saki. He's like filling her up and everything in the commercial. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, um, unfortunately, Sega Tan Sanshiro met his ultimate demise. No, he didn't. The final. He risked his life. To, to protect save, Sega. To protect Sega, and unfortunately, did not make it. Or did he? Yeah, no, he 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 did make it. He was seen in a Shenmue game, I think. He was oh. seen in um, the latest one he appeared was a crossover game of it was called uh, Project Zone X Two, which was between Capcom, Namco, and Sega, and it's been translated. And you actually run into Sega. It's a RPG. And you can actually recruit Sagata, and he actually has different yeah. lines with all the he's characters in, and everything. He's in a bunch of trailers now. <laughs> um, at the end of that one that you're talking about, you know, you see something re-enter the Earth's atmosphere, which is yeah. obviously Sagata. Obviously, yeah. that is the creature <laughs> from Cloverfield. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
And I actually remember I sent uh, <laughs> Dylan the Villa about that, of all the different conversations he has. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, I watched that. Yeah, so basically it's just like Rio and Ken turn up and he's just like, the real, Rio's like, what's the real path to strength? Playing Sega Saturn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's talking to the Tekken characters and they're like, what and the hell does this worked. guy feel? That ad campaign worked. <laughs> Nintendo sales tanked after that. Yeah. Yeah, Sega's went up. Well, that's what happened. The Sega Saturn one, the, they camp. They had two amazing campaigns for the Mega Drive. That was the Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Yeah. Which actually launched them much further. And in Japan, that's the thing. The Sega Saturn actually outsold the N64 because they had the Sega the Sunshiro yeah. commercials. So when they knew how to do it, they could do it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like those ad campaigns really fucking worked. Hmm. But then, you know, Unfortunately, they Dreamcast. released the Dreamcast and they yeah. taped them. Yeah, the Dreamcast, <laughs> the easiest system to pirate for, where Damn. you didn't need any tech experience at all. You could just put yeah. this game into your PC it was and, an awesome game. and rip it. It was a uh, Time Stone. Time, you guys remember Power that? Stone. Power Stone, yes, Power that was Stone awesome. Yeah. God, you remember that on? Um, yeah, but we're now jumping Dreamcast? into the PS2, Xbox, and Dreamcast era, and GameCube as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Power Stone. I don't remember that one. Yeah, it was Dreamcast game. I think my top three you on remember Dreamcast me. were Crazy Taxi. <laughs> yeah. Crazy um, Taxi. I don't Offspring the game. Crazy <laughs> Taxi, uh, <laughs> Simpsons Hit and Run. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, do you guys remember Psychic Wars 2020 or whatever it was? Uh, no. It was basically like Dragon Ball Z uh, fighting game. Oh, okay. There was also uh, Skies of Arcadia, probably oh, one of the yep. greatest games ever made, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which I don't know, where is it, Switch? You guys made it on GameCube. Make yeah. it again. Pretty much. Thank, thank you. And also Soul Calibur. Yes. Mm. Soul Calibur was probably one of my favorite fighting games for a very long time. Yeah. Yes. Why are you all looking at me? Yeah. We're all looking. Because <laughs> you were like, well, oh, I, you went, you well, licked your it, lips like you're about to talk. Oh, <laughs> no, okay. I didn't. I, just, I shook my head. I looked okay. up and then I looked down and then you guys are just <laughs> looking at me. Like, what? All right. Right, I'll, I'll break down more of the Dreamcast stuff. Fantasy Star Online, loved yeah. it. One oh, and two. shit, yeah. Phenomenal on 56K connection, but it still ran perfectly smooth. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> um, again, Soul Cup is a great mention. A lot of great uh, arcade fighters were ported to the Dreamcast, like the, uh, a lot of SNK games, a lot of Capcom fighting games as well. Um, <laughs> even other obscure ones like Cannon Spike, which was a top-down shooter with Mega Man and Kami. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. They, what? Yeah, Capcom made a top-down shooter oh, called yeah. Cannon Spike on the Dreamcast, which was two players. Mega Man and Kami. Yeah, they had like four characters, and I remember that you could play as Mega Man X and Kami from Street Fighter, and they had on like these rollerblades, <laughs> and they could shoot around and like powered and everything. Okay. Um, of course, the Shenmue series, uh, one and two. Yeah, the Shenmue, Shenmue was the most expensive game at the time, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, yes, how it much was. did it cost? A uh, hundred million. Fuck. Jeez. Yeah. And they needed to sell two million, and they sold one million, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, "Let's make a sequel with the same budget. <laughs> let's, let's make a third one, guys. Please support the Kickstarter." I yes. remember when my friend uh, brought that over. He's just like, "Check out this game, Carl. It's really cool." Sitting there, like watching a walk around, like do stuff, just living life. And I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah. This like this, this game looks fun. Machine. Yeah, <laughs> go to the vending machine. Goes in trains in the back alleys. Like, I'm just sitting there. Get some I was <laughs> just sitting there thinking, this game Duck is boring. Racing. <laughs> What's so good about it? That game's sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like Power Stone 1 and 2 and were fantastic <coughs> to play games. And Sonic Adventure? Yeah, it's okay. 1 and 2? Uh, Sonic Adventure 2 is the one everyone talks about because 1 <laughs> hasn't aged very well at all. <laughs> yep. Live and no, learn. Yeah, live and learn. Yeah. 
hanging by the edge of tomorrow. Living murder. <laughs> awesome soundtrack. Oh yeah, oh, oh. subpar game. Those two Sonic games had really good soundtracks. Yeah, oh, yeah. like really yeah. good soundtracks. I just got pissed off in Sonic Adventure 2 when you had to drive as Tails. It's like, no one has to fly. Yeah. Stop making me drive a car. Why am I in a mech? Like, <laughs> stop releasing racing games, Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, really, Sonic? Why, yeah, why would Sonic need to drive a car? He can just run faster than everyone. Nope, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Unless it's Clearly those there is uh, oil in this uh, mythical universe of Sonic, and we need to use it accordingly. <laughs> Unless it's those F-Zero guys, then he can't run faster than them. Yeah. At least I don't think so. Well, yeah, we can talk about this. I think we can all easily talk about this. <laughs> Favorite GameCube games. Mm. I could say F-Zero GX is S- yeah, phenomenal. GameCube. Yeah. <laughs> F-Zero GX. Probably like, the best racing game ever made. Yeah. Fucking stupidest racing game ever made. It's so good. Yeah. You get, it's, you get <laughs> frustrated yeah, but then they took and you're that like, I can't play this shit, but you play it some more and you're like, holy shit. I'm yeah, but then they took crap. the character from Smash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Captain Falcon character? Like, why are they yeah. choosing fighting game characters and put it in car yeah, racing? I know. It's, it's kind of weird. Yeah, there was the um, <laughs> the Capcom signing Resident Evil for to be exclusive for it for a while, which made a lot of people mad. Yep. Um, which the remake was phenomenal. It still holds up graphically. Wait, I want to go back to F Zero GX, right? Did you guys um get all the glitches down for it? No. Like no. all the snaking and shit, where you can like. Go no. seven million times faster. No, <laughs> I didn't get that down, but I played it so much I almost unlocked everything in the game. It's a big I think, I, think game. I had three races left to go. Yeah, and I had yeah. one of those. Uh, you played F Zero. Yeah. I had one of those dodgy um, third-party uh, oh, memory card oh, slots. Memory card. So oh. yeah. I lost oh. all of that crap. So yeah. thanks. You, you know how your your, your speeds are like fifteen thousand miles yeah. per hour and stuff. There's this um, glitch where you do the snaking glitch and it just fucking locks the speed thing out. Like, like <laughs> three, two, <laughs> one, go. Yeah, like it, it, it's crazy. You can complete courses in like five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not even joking. F-Zero, the original, had that shit pat down. If you go too fast, you'd fly off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you flew off the stage at the yeah. Zero GX as well. Oh, really? But you just knew what part of the... Track to touch. That's just what I'm saying. Yeah. You can complete going. tracks in five seconds. Because you can make your own custom uh, vehicles in this one. You can literally <laughs> break the game and make vehicles that can fly. Yeah. Um, Eternal Darkness. Oh, where is my Eternal Darkness game? Why have they not? Because fucking give me Silicon Knights is holding it hostage. Fuck yeah. you, Silicon Knights. Just give me a fucking. I'll give you money. I mean, that's like Cosmic Horror done right. That's one of the that first. That is. Co- that is the only Cosmic Horror game that I've played that is done right yeah i think the only like runner-up would be the new call of cthulhu game that's like just come out i don't even think a, that will actually that has a madness meter as well mm. which <sighs> i think is what eternal darkness did really good yeah like it made you see things it made and you then it deletes your save yeah, <laughs> yeah. what an asshole <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh god <laughs> it just happened randomly <laughs> no but the thing that eternal darkness does right is the different times that you go through you're not just playing one set character. Yeah. You're playing yeah. multiple different I think characters. There's yeah. like eight characters you play through the game. Yeah, yeah. And then, spoilers, guys. Sorry, I think it's like the second character you play is actually the last boss. Yeah, yeah. The Roman guy. He, yeah, he, he turns out to be the last boss. Hmm. Yeah. Who would have known? I know, right? Yeah, and that's where since we're talking about Star Wars, when Rogue Squadron was launched for the GameCube, which was amazing. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> like amazing. It was like everything improved on the N64 version, and that was a launch game. Mm-hmm. Um, again, good Mario Kart game. Double Dash was a lot of fun. 
Mario oh, Sunshine. Yeah. Uh, Mario, Mario Sunshine. Golf. Mario Golf as well, yeah. yeah. That's a that's Waluigi's <laughs> debut, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, no, out of nowhere, Mario. Um, it was Mario Tennis for the 64. Oh, yeah, that's right, 64, uh, but that's yeah, the first. We had, we had the, uh, the glowing purple eyes for, like, no reason. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just that evil. Opening, it's just that opening cutscene I'll never forget for Mario <laughs> Golf when it starts off. It's just Mario, while, it's Wario and Waluigi just, <laughs> just wander in <laughs> for <laughs> no reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they I, prefer, I preferred Mario Golf on the 64. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was just my throwback game where I always went to. Nice on. Nice on. Great shot. Oh, what I heard over and over. Oh, B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, B. <laughs> like shit. Um... Yeah, I think we skipped a bit forward there. Yeah, um, I know we did. We didn't even talk about like Golden Eye. Yeah, we missed a few. And the odd jobs. I think I think maybe we should maybe if you guys are into this, maybe making this a two parter episode. Yeah, oh, yeah, for uh, sure. just yeah. There's a lot of games to talk we about. With a just lot of stuff and a lot of information that we want. And to even do. slowly, maybe even getting into more modern games. Yeah. Oh yeah, we could do that. We yeah. you want to do that next week as well? Yeah, we'll talk more games. Yeah, we could talk more games. Like I said, we got a lot more retro system to talk about. We haven't even gone through the PS2 alone. Oh my That's God. enormous of how many yeah. good games we're on And the that. handhelds. Yeah, we can go a little bit into the newer games as well. The handhelds, oh God. Oh, oh, starting yeah. to start uh, um, we could talk for hours and hours. Oh yeah, shit. so uh, yeah. next week expect a uh, four-hour uh, podcast. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna go back to the N64 yeah. and then maybe to the PS2 and then back again yeah. <laughs> and talk yes. about other stuff. Yeah. That's this how it's warped as like yeah. a Z- Legend of Zelda chronology. Yeah. And unlike the Endgame movie, which is a three-hour runtime, we're going to be very entertaining throughout the whole thing. Exactly. Uh, we'll, we'll try to. Um, <laughs> oh, I'll try to. <laughs> All right, you want to sign us off then, Nick? Yeah, we'll tune in next week for another episode on retro and classic games and modern warfare two. No, modern war, modern <laughs> gaming, modern gaming, modern warfare two. Um, Dylan, thank you very much. Prehistoric combat. Um, <laughs> we'd be more than happy to have you back next week. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, you too, Nick? Nick. Yeah, I'll be back again. Awesome. Next week. I didn't invite you. <laughs> no. yeah, yeah, right. I'm going to be back to talk about Metal Gear Solid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Metal Slug. Yes. Oh, oh, shit. Like, stop spoiling. There's a lot <laughs> to talk about. You just better not actually have a like a speech the size of the Metal Gear Solid script. Yeah, but then we'd be here all night. <laughs> not in the box. Man. And I'm going to get a, uh, another bottle of wine for us. Finish. I just want to say one really funny thing about... I went over to Nick and I was hanging out at his house. And he's just playing some random games. He's like, hey, Metal Gear Solid, I haven't played this in ages. I wonder why I stopped. And he, he loaded his save. And the minute he loaded, he almost got killed immediately. He's like, oh, that's right. Because <laughs> 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 the minute he like, loaded the game, it went to a cutscene, and he was like really low on health, and he died. <laughs> so that's, right. that's why I stopped. This, this game is crap, man. He just stopped again. <laughs> nice. um, also a game we omitted on Nintendo 64 was Gauntlet Legends, but we will talk oh about that shit, next time. Oh, shit, Legends, yes. Legend of Goemon. Oh, yeah. oh my God. There's Mystical there's Ninja. Yeah. I think um, you guys should all just pick a game that we should give these people some information Whoa. about or a franchise. Yeah. Uh, no, right. let's really no, they could do it themselves. Then why are they listening to us? They want to oh. learn something, not hear about something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought oh, that's yeah, what they... That game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that game. What about this game? Oh, yeah, that game. <laughs> <laughs> that's what retro talking is. Remember <laughs> yeah, yeah, the 90s? Oh, I remember. I remember, I remember that. that. Yeah, just pick one game or a franchise and just write like a I'll pick many it. games. Okay. And we'll just uh, we'll give you some in-depth ASMR. No, we won't. ASMR. Stop doing that. Please ASMR. stop it. We only have one single microphone. We don't have dual. Yeah. Please stop doing Wouldn't that. I want to see a visual ASMR of me and Kyle working one microphone together. ASMR. <laughs> <laughs>
That's uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll throw that on the Patreon. Anyway, thank you very much, guys. I'm Carl. I was Carl, one of your hosts. And you still are, Kyle. I, I am. am Nick, and I was your other host. And thank you very much for listening to Dem Fancy Dinosaurs. Don't forget, I'm going to chuck a bunch of links down below. I don't know why I pointed down at my junk just your then. Your crotch. Yep. Um, I'll pop a bunch of links to <coughs> different things I've shouted out in this episode. And we were guests. We'll we were guests. We, we were guests. I mean, Nick Nick and we had guests. <laughs> we had guests. Dylan and Nick. Having fun your show. Yep. Um, and remember Carbon Waters? Yeah, Carbon yes. Water at YouTube. And also Nick from Life. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want to ask us a question, because we're working on currently doing our first feed dump episode, uh, which is uh, a Q&A. So if you want to send us a question, go to questions.yourwelcome at gmail.com. Or you Yay. can hit us up on Twitter at DemFancy. And you have a wonderful night. Okay, thanks guys. Bye. Bye. Stop that.